Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees, their multicultural mess and secular scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you're having a great week wherever you are, a great day. Um, I wish you a lot of peace, my friends, whoever you are, wherever you come from. Um, this uh podcast is to trigger a conversation because we know the violence on the street is an extension of the violence in our homes. So we are here to stop the violence in our homes, understand the status quo and heal. It's not very easy. Sometimes we get emotional, we get over and above our station, uh, but it is important to heal. So today's um, conversation is about the CAA. If the CAA was implemented um, by the Honorable Prime Minister, Manipur would not have happened. So why do I come to this conclusion? You ever asked yourself, and I've asked myself this many times before, um, did we really get independence? No, we did not. Okay. Independence was just on paper, just a piece of paper that was signed between the former colonial empire and uh, the Indian uh, Marxist government. It was a transfer of power, we know that. In reality, we didn't get any, any um, independence. We got a butts kicked by a bunch of Marxist socialist um, thugs who called themselves uh, you know, politicians and caretakers of India. Uh, they were corrupt, uh, they were suffocating, they controlled the media and the academia, okay? Uh, there was no democracy. Democracy was a one party, we had to say what they wanted, we had to submit to what they want, uh, and now they go all over the world trying to tell the world that, oh, democracy is coming down, um, we, freedom of speech is coming down, which is a lie. We have never had democracy in India. It's all about only one party who they promote themselves, who they glorify themselves, um, they speak about themselves. You cannot speak against them. It was a socialist system. There was a one-party rule, although on paper it was many parties. In reality, uh, they were um, a suffocating socialist Marxist empire, otherwise known as the License Raj. Um, so we never really had democracy, yet they, they destroyed the economy. Whatever little economy we had, they destroyed it. Whatever little, uh, uh, whatever little um, knowledge, uh, whatever little um, knowledge that we had, that also they destroyed. They turned our, our system, our education system upside down, and they gave us a system uh, that was a continuation of the British system. Now, it's not the British's fault. It's not the fault of the British colonizers. But they still had an education system that did nothing to empower us, that had nothing to engage us, that did nothing to... Uh, to uh, educate us, uh, the knowledge of our ancestors were taken away. And as a result of which, uh, we went down the drain. Um, they continued a British system which uh, was camouflaged by secularism, where uh, the knowledge of our ancestors was taken away in what is known on, um, by the Jesuits and the ancient colonizers, the old colonizers, as kill the Indian and save the man. That means take him away from his culture, assimilate him into uh, what is now um, you know, European culture, 
term it as secularism and you know and he will slowly have this void you fill this void with anger you fill this void with ignorance you fill this void with some fake spirituality um, and lies that you're going to god and you can reuse this mob for um who is cut off from his roots cut off from his uh his uh, his heritage reuse them remold them for your own political gain okay and this is what happens when you're away from your roots you're cut off you're not aligned you do not know your heritage you you're away from the land and you believe in something in the sky which has no connection to the land because we are all connected to the land now i do not believe we ever got independence uh these colonial empires and the invaders continued lock stock and barrel through the back door okay so covertly they were still a controlling had a controlling share on the indian subcontinent and the indian national congress the socialist marxist peak group who suffocated us through the license raj pretended that this was a democracy multi-party rule in reality it was not it was just uh, a tug game and they could have done many things they could have done um they could have done away with this concept of caste they could have done away with the concept of dalit they could have done away with the lies told about untouchability they could have gone away um and cleaned up a lot of mess they could have made this country clean hygienically but all they did was take this country from 333 million to four, to 1.4 billion people uh they had no control on the population whatsoever no programs and now they are screaming um well there's no employment obviously there's no employment because you it takes you 9 months to make a child but it takes you a generation to get people uh to make um to get a job or to to create jobs it's not instantaneous jobs are not instantaneous you have to have employment you have to have foreign investment you have to have uh, all the the economics have to align uh, you have to have a economic system you have to you have to remove the corruption you have to remove the um, the government bureaucracy which is stacked one upon the other um, and to clear all of that and to generate an economic you know power uh, e- unleashed economics to have our employment it's not an easy thing it's very easy to make a child for 9 months but they've kept on with this lies 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 and somewhere up the line you're asking the questions but why are they keep pounding on us instead of empowering us with positivity they keep pounding us with negativity you're bad you're this you're bad you're horrible you're fascist you're narcissist you're this good you're that you're bad you're horrible you're caste you're going to hell but it's only negativity and there's nothing else that's empowering us you listen to these congress thugs all about the place and there's only negativity and it's not started yesterday uh this i'm not talking about the last 10 years i am talking about the last 65 years there is nothing good that's come out of them their mouth except if it glorifies themselves um and that's important to say um but 
why did they do this? I keep asking myself, why is there so much of violence against the majority? I mean, if they really wanted power, they really wanted votes, they would go and support the, the bulk of the people, the majority of the people, if they really want to divide us, support the majority and you will have, you'll be okay. But in reality, as a government, you should not be dividing your people as minority and majority. And who is this minority and majority that they're talking about? Christians and, and Muslims. That's all. Christianity and Islam, they don't give a damn about any other group. Um, they just do not give a damn about any other group. And they've done everything in their power to isolate us. Isolate Kerala, isolate Bengal, isolate the Northeast, isolate Kashmir, isolate Punjab. They're always isolating us. Why? Because if you isolate people, you can divide them. And if you divide them, you can destroy them. You divide and distract and then you feed them with a narrative. Once you feed them with a narrative, then you create the anger, you create the tension, you create the violence and then you provide the proof. So first comes, first comes the division, isolation. Then comes the uh, narration. Okay, you 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 feed them with a narrative. Then it comes um, the propaganda of the narrative. Once you come with the propaganda of the narrative, then you come with um, uh, the anger. You feed them with anger. You feed them with isolation anger. You feed them with plantation anger. You keep them in on a plantation of anxiety and anger all the time, you pit them against one another, then there's violence, and you camouflage all this violence with uh, equality, egalitarianism, victimhood, secularism, multiculturalism, and then you get violence, blood, uh, you get um, refugees, and you get regimes, and then they bl you blame the other side, and this is how they destroy governments, they destroy... Um, they destroy the civil society, they destroy countries, and their countries are always in uh, a constant state of violence. So you have Iran, you have Iraq, you have Africa, you have South America. Look at them. They're in a mess. They're in Abrahamic mess. The bulk of the refugees of the refugees of the planet come from South America and come from Arabia and come from Africa. Why? Because they've been playing this game for so long. They isolate you into different groups, then they feed your narrative, then they promote the narrative with propaganda, then they put you, then they feed you with anger and anguish, they keep you on a plantation that's isolated, then they pit you against one another, there's violence, and when that violence, they have proof, like, see, we told you the other side is bad, but you're feeding the narrative, and you're feeding the anger, you're isolating them with this narrative, and then you say, oh, you're victims, and this is exactly what's happened in the last 65 years. This is what the Indian National Congress has given us. And it's an extension of, in, of this so-called independence. In reality, we have not got any independence. Now, why am I bringing you here? Um, because I've always asked why this narrative of us versus them is there. We know now that this is a very Abrahamic narrative. It's a, a narrative that comes out of ignorant Abrahamic ideology, heaven versus hell, weak versus poor, uh, right versus wrong, uh, victim versus um, 
majority, the good versus evil, bad versus, you know, all this nonsense. This is typical ignorant Abrahamic ideology coupled with this socialist mentality and isolation uh, tactics. Um, they have continued this. They have never given us anything that is worthwhile. Never. They've never given us positivity. But why? Because they still, uh, we are still controlled to the back door through these ancient colonial empires. We're still controlled. They are still controlling us. Why do they want to control us? They've got 90% of the planet. Why do you want to control people if you've got 90% of the planet? Because they want to feed, they want to recolonize and retake over the Indian subcontinent with what? They want to do it with drugs. Okay? They run, they are running a drug cartel empire from one side of Africa, the Sahara, all the way to the other side. Drugs is a lot of money. Okay? Drugs is a lot of money, billions of dollars. The billions okay if not trillions of dollars per year um if they if they can run their cartels through india they control the drug trade and these empires these all these old empires the islamic empires european empires well drug trade they were all about trade money commerce and the bulk of it was drugs uh that's how they made their money and they looked to say oh Today that, oh, we are stopping the drugs, we're investing in the war on drugs, but they don't do anything. It's just a narrative in the front. So their drug wars and drug trade continued even after independence. But how do you keep a hold on this drug trade if you feed a narrative as a camouflage to the people on the ground? So you feed them a, a narrative um, um, with uh, the Aryan invasion theory, you feed them a narrative with caste, you feed them a narrative with Dalit, you feed them a narrative with, oh, we were untouchability, we came to save you, you've got the thousands of gods and we've got only one god, we'll come here to show you Abrahamic equality, um, we are superior, you feed them with this negative narrative, keep them hostage, and behind this, there is a drug cartel trade that's going on and the congress have been uh party to this because they've closed their eyes on this because they got a cut out of everything and that's exactly what has happened um that's why they don't like demonetization that's why modi had demonetization and they didn't like it not because um they did not they did not like it not because they really didn't care they cared about the poor they didn't like it because all their drug cartel money is was black money which is now useless okay so that's why they didn't like uh, like demonetization and we know that uh, um crooks uh, of the journalists of this country, uh, of India. And I'm sorry I'm calling them crooks because they just, they, they just disgust me, uh, including everyone on the left, uh, especially everyone on the left. But look, everyone else is, is party to this game. Um, they, they, they ran a narrative and propaganda against demonetization. Why? Because this is all coming from, they're protecting their, 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 car, they're protecting their government who is silent, uh, they are tentacles of the Indian uh, lib, uh, license Raj, uh, who's protecting the drug cartels um, and protecting the mafia. Uh, 
who are these drug cartels? Now, 80% of the drugs on the West Coast are coming into India. Uh, 80% of the drugs in India are controlled by the Islamic nations of Pakistan, Afghanistan, coming in from the West. So that's why um, you have, um, <clears throat> that is one part. The other part is it's coming from the East, which is the Northeast. That's why the Northeast have been silenced and kept away from us for such a long time. Um, <clears throat> Punjab and Kashmir is a places, why do they want Kashmir? Why do they want Punjab? Not because it's beautiful, not because it's rich in minerals, not it's because it's the breadbasket of India, because there's a drug trade coming in, which is more lucrative than all the rest and the minerals and so on and so forth. If they control these areas, they control the drug trade. That's why we had the 2002 Godra riots. They lost control. The Indian National Disgusting Congress lost control of this land um, and the politics of this land. So they had to get back to politics. The local people on the ground knew very well that the Congress is controlling the drug trade. They were... They were keeping their eyes on, on rape, on, on the rape of the, of the men of the mafia going on, the Islamic groups that were raping, Ajman that was raping. They knew that. They knew there were drug cartels, mafia, nothing was happening. So they changed sides and they voted the BJP. Uh, but the Congress had to win them back. The Congress was not going to win them back. The only way Congress was going to win them back was with a narrative of victimhood. Oh, my victimhood. Oh, my victimhood. And that is the reason why they, um, that is the reason um, why they um, had the 2002 Godal rights. And they kept blaming minorities. Oh, look, the BJP is against minorities. They ran a narrative of the BJP is against minorities and they ran with it and then um, plowed it for 20 years, calling him fascist. In reality, Narendra Modi was there to stop the war, to stop the war on drugs and stop the drug cartels, which is exactly what they didn't want to happen. So their narrative um, of, of the Congress and the, and the so-called anti-fascist groups, oh, Modi is fascist, oh, he's against the minorities, they don't care about Modi. They don't care about. Um, they do not care about uh, the minorities. They're using minorities as a front to peddle their drug cartels. On the eastern side, we didn't know this. At least I didn't know this. Not to the extent that we've come to know to the Manipur riots. Um, that. Um, the problem here is there are drugs also, big drug cartels. Who is controlling these drug cartels? The Christian groups. So one side you have the Islamic groups, the other side you have the Christian groups controlling drug cartels. Uh, their churches are used as cells for uh, uh, militants. Uh, these they're converting people to pretend that they were doing the work of God, to pretend that they're doing the work of 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 religion. They are not. They are fronts. They're 
their churches are funds for uh, missionary work who are using who are using their money from all around the world to do one thing and one thing only not to spread the mission of Jesus because they don't give a damn about Jesus they don't they want to keep you in poverty they've kept you purposely in poverty to make you weak and once you're weak they'll sell you this narrative of caste dalit uh untouchability uh you know um um, Brahmins and bar, Brahmin patriarchy and fascism and in um, multiple gods and they will sell you this tale and behind they're using this conversion as a racket to f- put a front on the on the drug cartels that are going on um, and the drug trade that they are controlling because they want by converting you they will isolate you which is exactly why the northeast was isolated and they were not part of the conversation for so long 65 years Narendra Modi has brought them back into the conversation but they have not been part of the conversation for so long why because if you isolate people you can feed them with a narrative once you feed them with a narrative you can feed them um, you can feed them with a negative agenda you can feed them with lies just like they had gave lies to the Native Americans and wanted to assimilate them into European culture kill the Christ, kill the Indian and and save the man similarly they isolated the Northeast sold them lies of caste Dalit untouchability thousands of God uh, converted them once they convert them they will ask for a separate state separate country once they ask for a separate country uh, all of a sudden now they control the drug trade all the way from Western Sahara all the way to um to um uh all the way to japan and the koreas um why because they don't care about us they don't care about god they don't care about religion money poor happened for the drug trade to protect their drug trade and that's why the church was supporting the all all Manipur students unions which consisted only of Christians mainly Christians uh, um, Nagas and and cookies if I'm not mistaken Uh, why do they want to support them I mean if you're having a law that's giving everyone equal rights they're giving you land giving someone else's land because the land that they were uh, was going to be scheduled castes and scheduled tribes for the Métis was land where they were growing poppies for opium. Once the opium was done, this opium would find its way into the rest of India and also to the Philippines and Thailand and all these places. So these people are filled with drugs and drugs are coming from the Northeast. And it's there on the internet if you want to Google it. Google it all over the place. The church is controlling the drug trade, just like they control the drug trade in Latin America, just like they control the drug trade in in Italy, in Africa. They're not in Africa for religion. They're not in Africa for for God to help people. They're in Africa for the drug trade, which is very, very lucrative. So this minority-majority divide and distract is a narrative and a propaganda that's spread by the License Raj and the the, establishment establishment of the world the sources and the establishment of the world because they still have their colonial empires running right in the country and the colonial empires were there to control trade what is the most lucrative trade that's going on in india and on the indian subcontinent that they want to control the drug trade and the drug mafia and this is important for you to to understand that every time 
every time they say minority and majority, it's a front to keep you hostage. That hostage is there for you to feel, make you feel ashamed so that you don't strike up and rise up against their drug cartels. And this is what they're going around the world saying, oh, the Hindus are breaking our mosques, Hindus are breaking our temples, sorry, our churches. These churches are illegal on illegal land without licenses. They are protected not by God, but by militants with AK-47. These churches are, are fronts for drug trade. And Narendra Modi is the only one who is stopping the trade. He's stopping the drug cartels. He's stopping the drug trade. And they are using, they've always used us. The, the, the Congress has never cared about us. They've, they've laughed at us. They've, they've lied to us. They've used their Padres as bots. The Padres have spread all around the place uh, telling us one thing and one thing only, you must vote for the Congress. Why does the, why does the, uh, uh, the Padres, the Christian priests, decide that we have to vote for them? Who are they to, de- to decide who we have to vote for? They, because if they, we vote for them, the Congress is going to shut their eyes, close their eyes on the drug trade, the lucrative drug trade that is going on in the Northeast, which is controlled by the, by the Christians. So when a Christian says, oh, we are minority tell him to shut up or you'll slap him on the face okay because the christians are controlling the drug trade the church is controlling this trade in the northeast and they're the ones who are spreading drugs all about the place and they're converting us converting you and spreading a narrative only as lies as a front to hold you hostage and so that they can make money and and kill and destroy the indian subcontinent slowly destroy the destroy the civilization and while destroying it they can also make billions of dollars so that is what's going on this is the narrative and this is what i want to talk about now, one last thing I want to talk about, all these Christian priests did something very important during the CAA riots. They told their base not to support the Modi government during the CAA uh, discussion and debate and the riots. They were against the riots. The Christian priests in the world and Christian priests in India spread, uh, f- spread misinformation and spread propaganda from Christian home to Christian home. Everyone was against the CAA. What does the Christians in India have to do against the CAA? If the Northeast is Christian, then they would be protected with the CAA. Why are you against it? Why are you against the CAA? Because if Modi bought in the CAA, their lucrative drug trade would be stopped. The illegals coming into the country would be stopped. And also the illegals coming into the country through Punjab and Kashmir and Rajasthan would be stopped. Um, the illegals running it would also be sent back. And this is why they ran a propaganda against, oh, Muslims, this is against Muslims, this is against Muslim, this is against Islam, this is against minorities. What has the minorities got to do with the CA and the NRC? Everyone has got the CA and NRC in their, in their countries. Why are you so in, inclined uh, because on India? Why do you want to stop India from having a registry? Which every country, every organization, every uh, private or public organization has a control of their employees and their uh, participants. Um, 
You know, um, why do you want to stop it? Uh, even even the government wants to control our phones. They want to control our computers. They want to control what we say on on on, on social media. Why do you want to stop the NRC, NRC? Because of the drug trade. So they lied across the board. They told their vote bank, do not support Modi. Rise up against him. They spread propaganda after propaganda. Modi's fascist. Modi's nationalist. Modi's a Hindutva fascist. Modi's this. Modi's that. In reality, they were using this fascist, fake fascism, fake narrative to stop the CAA and the NRC. The only reason being the CAA and NRC would then support, would then stop the illegal drug trade, which the which Islam is is controlling on the west coast, on the northwest, and Christianity is controlling on the northeast, and that's why they have this problem. Now that these illegals are, are, are having problems um, in India. We are stopping, we're, uh, Modi is stopping it, this, and it's creating violence. They started the violence. The Christian uh, groups have started the violence. They burnt the houses and villages. They're the ones who started the rape, okay? They're the ones who started the rape, but they're the ones who are now screaming victimhood, First, you wanted, did not want the NAA, uh, NRC, you did not want the CAA, you did not want to stop the illegals, but now you also crying victim because these same illegals are controlling a drug trade and Modi's trying to stop the drug trade. Why are you screaming now? Why are you screaming victim? And why are you screaming, oh my God, democracy is at stake, uh, churches are being burned, they have, the Hindus are fascists. Why are you screaming now? Why are you screaming shame? When you tried, you did everything to stop Narendra Modi for controlling the borders. Now they say, now you're you're the same people who are hypocrite enough to say, "Oh my God, I uh, the people coming from uh, Narendra Modi's war on drugs is is killing our Christians." Why are you saying that? Because these minorities are hypocrites. These minorities are controlling a drug cartel. And that's what minority, majority uh, narrative, is, narrative is. It's a, it's a fake narrative to camouflage a Trojan, it, it's a Trojan horse to control something very important, to camouflage something very important. The drug cartel run by Islamic gangs and Christian gangs in the northeast and the northwest of India. And that is why they wanted to stop the CAA and NRC. So have this conversation, my friends. Please take it to your friends. Have the conversation. Spread it to your friends. Spread it with whoever you want. Take that conversation and have as much as other conversations as you want. Have as much as, gain as much as knowledge. Google it, research it, spread it with at least five friends. Ask them to spread it with another five friends because this is important. Um, this narrative um, is only to camouflage a very lucrative drug trade which should not exist on the Indian subcontinent. And they know that Narendra Modi is the only one who is stopping that drug trade, and they want to do everything to stop him. <coughs> so, 
on that note, I thank you for your time. I thank you for, for your presence. I thank you for your support. It is important that we all stand together. This is not about majority and minority. This is about drug cartels who, do ex- who are doing to India exactly what they do to the rest of the world. They're killing us in the name of religion, in the name of God, uh, for money and power. Uh, on that note, I leave you. I take, your, I take your leave. I thank you for your time. I wish you peace. I wish you healing. All of us, we can heal together. We can rise up together. And we can stop this narrative by gaining the knowledge and taking it to those people who give us this fake news of minority and majority and um, resistance to the CAA um, and, and fake news on Narendra Modi by telling them that he's the only one who's stopping these drug cartels. On that note, thank you very much. You have yourself a great, great day.